This is the EPLOG audio experience. Just imagine someone comes and tells you that you are going to Norway. Hello, it's me Rohan again and once again I'm here with a different story. Last time I spoke about Gabon. Ab aapko kitna samajh mein aaya, kitna nahi samajh mein aaya, wo mere samajh mein to nahi aaya. So if you still haven't reached out to us, I told you, you know, again is स्टोरी के अंत में मैं आपको बताऊंगा आप कहाँ पे डीएम और कहाँ पे ईमेल कर सकते हैं बट राइट नाउ इज अ वेरी इंटरेस्टिंग स्टोरी द वेरी इंटरेस्टिंग एक्सपीरियंस वेरिंग फॉर माय एक्सपीरियंस व्हिच आई वुड लाइक टू शेयर विद यू इन दिस सब्जेक्ट वेर एन वी डिस्कस द मोस्ट अमेजिंग ट्रैवल और वंस इन लाइफ टाइम ट्रैवल नाउ most of us like most of not everybody but most of us have a bucket list और अ ड्रीम लिस्ट एटलीस्ट आई डू एंड इफ यू डोंट यू शुड विद ड्यू डेट अगर आपकी बकेट लिस्ट है तो इस बकेट लिस्ट में कम से कम आधे से ज्यादा जो चीजें हैं जो आपने जो पॉइंटर्स लिखे होंगे वो मैं अभी आपको बताने वाला हूँ उस इस देश में आपको मिल सकते हैं सो यू कैन जस्ट इमेजिन दैट व्हाई वी आर कॉलिंग दिस स्टोरी और दिस एक्सपीरियंस इज वंस इन अ लाइफ टाइम रिसेंटली आई वॉज इन दिस ब्यूटिफुल कंट्री इन स्कैंडिनेविया कॉल्ड एज नॉर्वे कितने लोग जाना चाहते हैं नॉर्वे बहुत सारे लोग राइट ओके क्यों जाना चाहते हैं बहुत सारे लोगों को नॉर्वे शायद पता ना हो लेकिन नॉर्दर्न लाइट्स पता होता है डॉग्स लेजिंग पता होता है आइस फिशिंग पता होता है यू नो ड्राइविंग डाउन थ्रू द ब्यूटिफुल रोड्स ऑफ नॉर्वे ऑल द वे टू द टिप ऑफ यूरोप आप कर सकते हैं रेंडियर्स लिंक्स मूस स्नो लेपर्ड्स पोलार बेयर इन सब के साथ आप मुलाकात कर सकते हैं तो ऑल दीज थिंग्स समेर ऑल दर आर पार्ट ऑफ आर बकेट लिस्ट एट लीस्ट इट वॉज of mine and then just imagine someone comes and tells you that you are going to Norway i was out of the world and i decided that i have to mark at least you know 8 points out of the first 15 points can be achieved in Norway so i said i want to travel to Norway in order to fulfill my bucket list what happens is hum bachpan se ek sapna you know bucket list is nothing but a, a wish or a thoughtful wish और एक सपना देखते हैं एंड वेन यू समेर इवन गो क्लोजर ऑफ अचीविंग इट दर इज अ फीलिंग ऑफ फुलफिलमेंट दर इज अ फीलिंग ऑफ यू नो आई एम नॉट एटलीस्ट आई एम नॉट जस्ट टॉकिंग आई एम ऑल्सो डूइंग समथिंग अबाउट इट सो हैपन टू गो टू नॉर्वे एंड नॉर्वे वॉज डेफिनेटली वंस इन अ लाइफ टाइम एक्सपीरियंस एंड हियर इज माई स्टोरी तो फर्स्ट ऑफ ऑल लेट्स अंडरस्टैंड नॉर्वे नॉर्वे इज वन ऑफ द कंट्रीज इन द स्कैंडिनेवियन यू कैन सी द फोर स्कैंडिनेवियन कंट्रीज विच इज फिनलैंड Denmark, Sweden, and uh, right uh, towards the sea is the beautiful country of Norwegian people, called as Norway. Norway is a country of northern Europe that occupies the western half of the Scandinavian Peninsula. So my journey started when I uh, had a uh, layover in Dubai, and then from Dubai I took a flight uh, to Oslo. It was winters, and I'm saying it was my once-in-a-lifetime experience because you know anybody can travel Norway. or any of the scandinavian country during the summers but winters it's cold it's freezing cold and when i say freezing cold i'm talking about minus 10 minus 20 degrees when the doors of the aircraft open i literally thought that i was entering a refrigerator it was white it was snowing in oslo and that was my first impression that was my introduction into this beautiful country So my journey started uh, as I hired a car. I rented out a car, and I said the best way to travel in Norway is by car. So I said, might as well let me rent it out. Now people can also travel on bicycle or bike or I don't know motorbike, but it is not advisable, especially during winters, because probably you'll you know you you may end up freezing on. 
the bike but car so i i rented it and the first destination i said uh, i'll travel is a very small town close to uh, oslo when i say close to it doesn't mean 100 200 kilometers when i say close it means at least 300 350 kilometers it goes by the name of roros now roros is a unesco town it was known for its mining and it is one of the coldest coldest area in the whole of norway but it's a gateway to the other uh, places i decided that i want to because oslo is in south so i decided i'm going to travel all the way north and then come back to south and so it was like a plan made for 25 26 days and i started my journey from roros first day i'm driving my car and you know ab apne filmon mein zarur dekha hoga piche ekdam police ki gaadi aake ekdam tee to दिखाया you know you you're breaking the law and i was like how the hell am i breaking the law i'm on my side i'm driving very slow i'm i'm absolutely i'm i'm doing nothing to break the law and like that's a problem so you're driving way too low and there's a huge queue <laughs> huge line there's there's a huge line of vehicles right behind you so you got to stop aside if you if you if you plan to go slow and let them go or you know go on the decent speed so when the the speed what is given by the government to you is 100 kilometers an hour you're driving on 50 when i said you know i'm a new driver at least you know when you you're so used to right hand drive and in norway you have a left hand drive and winters right so i see cold roads baraf ke raste skid hone ke chances to maine kaha bhaiya hamari jaan bachate hain hum 50 ke speed se chalte hain ab hame kya malum ki 50 gaadiyan peeche line laga ke khadi hui thi so that was my first encounter the second day I took the car and it got stuck in the snow. So, anyways, car ki to bahut sare kisse hai. Khariye kisse main aapko kisi aur din bataunga. I'll tell you why it became one of the uh, the places which became the once in a lifetime travel. Because number one, it was winters. I would never travel in any country during the winters because winters is not the time. It's it's like the off season for them. It is also the season when everything is cheap. The Norway wouldn't be categorized in that country because Norway is fairly, fairly, fairly. Yeah, one of the expensive countries so norway oslo oslo roros cops hold me i meet get myself into problem with the accident so i ask you know the tractors and all that towing van to come and get the car out so this was day 2 and the journey started in minus 20 degrees okay बट जैसे जैसे जर्नी आगे चलती गई वैसे वैसे मुझे लगता गया कि आई एम गेटिंग यू नो नॉर्वे इज ग्रोइंग मोर ऑन यू इट आई बीन थ्री डेज आई वॉज इन नॉर्वे एंड देन आई डिसाइडेड इनफ इज इनफ नाउ लेट्स मूव ऑन टू आर to my bucket list and i took a detour from wick island and i decided to go to this place called as bodo now in english it is called as b o d o but in in the local language they throw the d so it's bodo bodo i went to bodo it is a beautiful town very small very cozy very surrounded by really and you know let's not talk about the people here because everybody knows how gentle and how kind and how hospitable and how lovely the 
Scandinavian people are and we are talking about Norway which is mainly like the hub of Scandinavia so the Norwegian people extremely kind very nice people very healthy people uh, one of the highest uh, rate of uh, their life expectancy was recorded in Norway especially after Japan so they are very healthy they eat healthy I mean let's not get into food I didn't enjoy their food that much but you know they eat healthy they, they are not used to eating outside but when I went to Bodo I said I want to get started with my bucket list and the first thing I decided to do was dog sledging. Now, there's so much interesting fact which goes into dog sledging. Okay, number one for any desi person. Okay, let me tell you the, the huskies what we have here in India and the good looking huskies are nowhere close to the huskies I was sledging on. Every dog has a character. So the first two dogs probably will be good sniffers. The second will have good speed the third will be very strong probably the fourth would be uh, you know more of a leader of the pack who would take everybody together so that is how the combination is done and the first thing they tell you is whatever happens make sure you don't put your leg outside because you never know the dogs doesn't know there's a certain stop so you have to drop a iron rod which is connected to the sledge and the sled stops you know people have been doing this for centuries now and it was especially when you're sledging on a frozen river you know which looks completely different during the summers but because this was winters you're sledging on a river frozen river the dogs are just barking and you know howling and running as fast as they can and you feel that wow what what an amazing experience but then you also feel bad for the huskies but then i realized that the huskies their huskies may not be good looking huskies but then they are very effective huskies so the first thing i decided to tick was dog sledging and immediately after that in fact i thought this there was something what these people do the locals do during the winters is called as ice fishing now ice fishing was completely new to me what they do is they go find a frozen river they make a hole dig a hole inside the river they of course fish in through that hole and they sit there for hours and hours in the cold temperature i thought that was a very bad idea i saw that for 5 minutes i didn't had a catch and i lost interest in in fishing and i said that this is definitely not my cup of tea and i ran away from that place but still i can say that at least i have tried i haven't found a fish that's a different story altogether but i have tried even though it was for 5 minutes So Bodo was a fun experience. Uh Bodo has a lot of other things um, other than this which you can go and explore. But as we move ahead towards north, let me tell you something that the roads are pretty narrow. Uh, compared to the uh, other european countries because most of the roads are uh, through the mountains and there are tunnels and uh, but the good thing about norway is the population is very less the infrastructure is great like to tell you the truth the population of norway is less than the population of mumbai so that's the population we are going to talk about so if you're driving on a highway you're driving for 10 minutes and you probably won't come across any car you know so it was pretty safe because i was driving pretty rough not because my driving was bad <laughs> because the roads were very slippery so from bodo i went to a place called as alta alta is the unofficial capital of northern lights so just in case you're wondering did you happen to see the northern lights yes and no because i think you know winters is the place because you need to have clear skies and cold weather in order to see the northern lights and there's a lot of science which actually goes into it but there are a lot of myths and legends and superstitions also attached to the northern lights anyways you know i was in alta and i was this high hopes that i'm going to capture it in my camera oh by the way you, know, you need a different kind of camera to capture the northern lights okay please google it before you go and if you want to click those pictures so i went I decided I'm going to see the aurora. I sat that for first night. I literally sat because it was pretty clear and I could see the star 
But at the same time, you know, mind you, please, we are going up north, which is going to be all the more cold. So Alta was extremely cold. I didn't see anything. I was wearing two pairs of underwears, four pairs of socks, and my toes were still blue inside those four pairs of socks. So I, you know, next day I thought it was a very bad idea because I, I literally didn't acclimatize to that weather. And for the next two days, I was completely bedridden. But then there was no turning back. I said, "Ordan lights nahi mila na, koi baat nahi." Reindeers so I went to do the reindeer sledging. So a lot of sledging happening here. Reindeers. This was my first encounter with reindeers. And so reindeers are the the animal with the antlers. Okay. ये सींग नहीं होते ये antlers होते हैं. ये winters में क्या हो जाता है वो गिर जाते हैं नीचे. They fall off and नए antlers निकल आते हैं. तो ऐसे बहुत सारे जानवर हैं जिनको ये antlers होते हैं. But एक सबसे खास बात अल्ता जानते वक्त ये हो कि I was crossing the Arctic Circle. So from what was told to me that you know up north is going to be all the more cold and what you are experiencing here is pretty much warm but when you are crossing the arctic that was one hell of an experience and i remember you know i got done with the rest of my team and then i was clicking picture at the boat because i knew i would never ever 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 going to come there ever again it is so freaking cold and but it is it is there's zero visibility there is this wind you know when it's minus 20 and it's it's calm and quiet you can still tolerate it but it's minus 5 or minus 10 and it's windy i mean the cold hits you really really strong and i was crossing the arctic circle with this pride in myself that okay fine so as i moved ahead you know i i took this great pride in myself saying that okay dog sledging done reindeer sledging done ice fishing done and now crossing the arctic circle also tick okay as we move ahead towards north we reach to this place called as trumso trumso is basically a today a hub of sami people sami are the people the descendant of the land and um, and they have a very rich history very rich culture you, you can say small short trips and i would highly recommend if you happen to be that please go witness their culture they are beautiful wonderful people they are the the one who heard the reindeer they have big reindeer camps back in uh, tromso but tromso is a place where i have witnessed the northern lights and it was magical you know they they, they say that you know of course you know northern lights or aurora are something which are beautiful and you know it, it's nice and colorful but there's something beautiful about the northern lights and i today you know when i saw them trust me you know a lot of people had that in their bucket list but i never had northern lights in my bucket list but when i saw i i, I got to know why people do have it in that list and if you do have it please keep it go watch it it's a beautiful thing to witness that's where i witnessed my northern lights my first ever northern lights but the problem in tromso is from there there was no looking back because i was almost close to the tip of northern europe and the tip is called as nurkap or north cape so we move ahead north cape is probably the last point you would go because beyond north cape you have to actually swim there's no land so you have to swim all the way to the north pole north pole is around 2000 kilometers from north cape and uh, you know it's it's not a very easy place to go because you cannot uh, drive down all the way to the top of the mountain you know you need to check with the local uh, tourism office what time the convoy leaves and there's a convoy which clears a road and they take you up right there but the worst thing would happen actually you know i went to north cape i touched the tip uh, the northernmost tip of Of, uh, Europe but when we were coming back we got caught by a snowstorm and oh my goodness and I I was literally like by the hell I came to Norway you know it was really bad okay and when I say that I I I am not trying to exaggerate maybe I'm not I wasn't used to it but the snowstorms in the arctics are 
horrible and they last for hours and hours so by the time i got out of my car after the storm my car was frozen to death okay i'm glad i had heater but the car refused to move so i had a towing van which took me got me out but if ever this is just so a piece of advice from a friend to another friend if ever you you know get caught in a snowstorm please don't act smart stay in the car wait till the storm goes away and then you can move even if the car doesn't move it's okay you can call for help but please do not go out there are very high chances you probably get in yourself into problem if you do so so north cap was an amazing experience so another thing you know north cap also was a place where i first time tasted a reindeer i mean i, I really loved reindeer as an animal but uh, having said that you know please understand i, I travel for food i'm a big time foodie but reindeer there was a very guilty feeling inside me because i really loved i was i was feeding them and then i was eating them so it it's not a very good feeling <laughs> but yes it's a local delicacy if you happen to be there you can try moose you can try reindeer and uh, while coming back from north cape i went to this amazing 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 zoo called as the polar park polar park is the northernmost zoo in the world so whatever i'm telling you right now you know northern tip of europe northern most zoo the only zoo probably in the arctic and you get to see a different kind of wildlife you get to see a different kind of flora and fauna so i for the first time i saw lynx for the first time i saw snow leopards and moose and okay this is you know if if you if you love wolves so there's a there's a way they howl and the wolves uh, communicate with them but if you want to stay with the wolves you have a you know you can you can stay with the wolves as well so what this park does is there's a lodge which they call as the wolf lodge of course you know in a in a zoo surrounded by wolves around your lodge that place is not going to come cheap but if you are as crazy as i am you can probably go and stay there this lodge is right inside the cage of the wolves and these are all wild animals so you get up with wolves howling around you so there's a small cottage which they have made it's like have you seen evil dead the movie evil dead There's a, you know there's is the cottage in the woods so there's a small cottage but here it is around instead of spirits and evil <laughs> spirits and ghosts it's surrounded by wolves and their noise and the storm and snow and it's 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 one hell of an experience they also teach you how to howl uh, and how to communicate uh, with the wolves um, if uh, the wolves are in a good mood you can probably go and be up close and personal to them the only criteria is you cannot wear wool you cannot apply any kind of perfume or you cannot wear any bright colors or hats or caps and then uh, they take you inside the cage and be ready to french kiss the wolves because they go right in your mouth because i remember when i went in there i was petrified i was scared they are little bigger actually a lot bigger than the dogs but please understand these are wild animals and they attack in a pack and so there were four of them on me licking me because of course they you know they've got into the human touch and the the people from the zoo have made sure that they are they can be you know yeah you kind of they're they're good to humans but i didn't know they would you know they would they would lick my mouth and taste my mouth so i don't know what happens you know i understand that if the wolf bites you you turn into a werewolf but i don't know what happens when they french kiss you you know but oh my goodness what a wonderful experience that was then i visited flom which is another unesco you got to you know visit the fjords and the, you got to experience the viking culture there oslo is the capital it's the commercial center it's skiing it's it's all about responsible tourism it's eco friendly travel it's the place for nobel peace prize and so on and so forth i'll tell you what happened here it gave me the feeling of fulfillment the reason i i i wanted to talk about norway here was 
in this very subject once in a lifetime subject because Alaska or places like Norway which are fairly away from the country are somewhere once in a lifetime and at least you know for me it was because I would never dare to go during the winters it is a totally different ball game altogether it's cold it's freezing and if you're not used to it you're pretty much going to take time to acclimatize that kind of weather but when you do it it's like jumping you're probably having a bungee jump you're scared you don't know what to do and the best you can do is just quit and go back but then you decide no i'm going to fight i'm going to go ahead you take a leap of faith you jump and when you're down there as you, you just tell yourself i did it there's a, there's a feeling of fulfillment what it makes you feel about yourself of achieving which you once thought it it gives you more confidence that i'm being able to do that when you travel to this place sometimes with your parents sometimes with your kids it it gives you that happiness you know that your parents you know you look at your parents expression for example while watching the northern lights and you know the the pride what they have in because of the kid that the something the kid has done to make this possible or make their dreams come true or the faces of your kids the excitement on their faces it's about making your day in your life count when you look back you realize it's a big life you've lived and uh, you know this is why i think that the once in a travel won't happen with you again and again but the moment when you have this fulfillment the moment it's more about others than you yourself of course you know when i went there there were a lot of people along with me but i can tell you that the happiness what i was managed what i was able to give them was far bigger than my own happiness jaise kehte hain ki zindagi bab mushai zindagi lambi nahi honi chahiye zindagi badi honi chahiye so the life has to be you know, you know all these small small things needs to count and i think norway or the scandinavian countries can give you that kind of experience it's not just that you need to go abroad to have once in a lifetime experiences you know i have had a lot of once in a lifetime experiences in india as well you know in meghalaya in Nagaland but maybe I can share that story with you some other time but the reason I chose Norway and Gabon is most of the people would like to travel this kind of you know experience which is more untouched I wouldn't say Norway is untouched but Norway is definitely exciting and unusual nobody wants to travel during the winters of course you they have tours which takes them to show the northern lights but I'm talking about driving down all by yourself having that adrenaline rush taking things as they come spending a lot on yourself than on the materialistic things giving a good trip or good tour to your family your friends your kids and ultimately coming with a feeling of fulfillment and pride and of course lots of wonderful memories and dirty clothes to cherish for rest of life if you enjoyed this story please share with us dm us at eplog media or if you want to get connected to us you can also mail us at bojor@ eplog.media thank you